Confidence is how we thank God for giving us life. And when you see yourself the way God sees you, there is no reason that your confidence will not be high. And for those of you who aren't quite there yet, we'll talk all about the curve. You're listening to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast with Darnielle Jervie Harmon. If this is your first time joining me for the podcast, here's what I'd like for you to know about me. First and foremost, I am the absolute best at combining spiritual principles with business growth strategy to turn entrepreneurs into multiple six and seven figure CEOs. Second, I don't do hustle and grind. I do spirituality and systems. And you might be wondering what in the devil is an incredible factor? And if so, I invite you to go all the way back to the very first episode of this podcast. It's aptly titled, exactly what is the incredible factor there's even a cool worksheet that i want you to do that will help you to find yours oh i will likely say some things that will make you laugh a few things that could make you cry and definitely make you question if you are ready to leverage your incredible factor remember i'm a coach and my job is to tell you what you don't want to hear and show you what you don't want to see all to help you to become who god created you to be I'm so excited that you're here. This episode is powered by Incredible Factor University, my suite of coaching and consulting programs for entrepreneurs ready to close the gap, standing between them and their next money milestone. To learn more about our programs, visit IncredibleFactorCoaching.com. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to be back with you for another episode. This time around, we are going to talk about something that I seem to have always had in vast supply. It's probably the character trait about me that people either love or hate. And trust me, even when they hate it, they don't really hate me. They hate that I have what they wish they have. We're talking all about confidence. As you know, I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. I have been in this entrepreneurial game for going on 13 years. And a big part of my business over the last 13 years has been speaking. I've been a professional speaker getting paid to speak, whether it's keynoting, breakout sessions on panels, literally traveling the world and slaying the stage. It's a big part of my gift. And no matter where I am, When I come down off the stage, there is one question that I get more than any other question. And if you haven't figured out what that question is, let me just go ahead and tell you. All the time, women from every nationality, every race, from all over the world ask me, how can I get confidence like yours? Like I haven't had it said about me before. In fact, maybe I'll just tell you this quick story. So how I got into speaking professionally. So I was working in corporate America in a Fortune 500 financial services company. I had just gotten promoted to officer. And personal banking officer as a promotion is like the big deal, right? You've hit the big time, so to speak. You're on a trajectory where you can really make a difference and make great money in your career. And so once I got promoted in my department at the time to officer, I was one of the only women of color in the department and we would have every single month, we would have an officer meeting. So once I got promoted, I got tapped on the shoulder and it became my responsibility as the rookie officer to represent the officers at an upcoming officer meeting. And I was to give a 20 minute talk. It could be on any topic that I wanted, 
Um, and it was, it was meant to inspire and motivate my fellow officers. And so I, I did my thing. I created my talk. I practiced it. I got up there. I performed it. And it was ridiculous and amazing. It was so ridiculous and amazing, in fact, that when I came down, the um, CEO of the company, Charlie Cauley, if you are familiar with that name, he has since passed. Um, he was the CEO of MBNA America Bank. He like beelined to me. I thought I was in trouble. I thought I had said something wrong while I was up on the platform. But when I, when he finally got to me, he shook. He put his hand down. He was like, "Young lady," and he's like shaking my hand as he's talking. Right, so you can imagine that. He's like, "Young lady, that was amazing. If I could take your confidence and your enthusiasm and bottle it up." I would have billions. I want you to meet me in my office on Monday morning because it was Friday afternoon. And I was like, jaw on the ground, like tongue hanging out. I couldn't believe what had just happened. I mean, like how often does that happen? First of all, that Mr. Cauley is at the officer meeting for my department. That doesn't happen very often. But more than that, he was so impressed by my presentation that he wanted me to meet him in his office. So first thing Monday morning, I put on my best Brooks Brothers suit, walked um, into his office or into his suite because it was massive and waited on the leather sofas for his assistant to tell me that he was ready for me. The double doors flung open. I walked into another massive office and he was standing there, big old smile on his face, waiting to greet me again, shaking my hand and inviting me to sit down on the leather couches inside of his office. And so I went to sit down and I'm like barely able to contain myself. First of all, talk about vision. I'm a big picture visionary and I am a dreamer. My name, I think you guys know this, means the secret place where dreamers go to dream. So here I am, I'm sitting in this massive office and all I can do is vision cast. All I can do is think about the day when I'm running something like this. I mean, that space, it was the bomb. And so I'm sitting there and I'm trying to focus on what he's saying, but I'm completely enveloped by my environment. Talk about breeding a space that breeds confidence that gives you clarity, that allows you to literally see flashing before your eyes what it is that you want. Well, that's what was happening to me as I'm trying to focus on the words that are coming out of his mouth. So eventually I snap and get myself back together and I hear him say, I need you. I need you out speaking on behalf of the company because your, your approach, your delivery, your style, it's fun, it's energetic, it's light, but it is also so powerful. And I know that our key shareholders and our customers are going to be wowed by your presence. And so just like that, I got promoted. I became a spokesperson for the company and got to travel to speak on behalf of the company. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty surreal. It was because of my confidence, right? So I do want to also just sidebar really quickly because I did an episode last season called the confidence clause that if you've been asking yourself the same question that I really want you to check out. And I even give you a cool confidence clause that you can start speaking over yourself every single day to help to heighten your confidence. But what we're talking about here, this episode is not just about confidence for the sake of confidence. This episode is about confidence and the period of time between where you are today when your confidence is not on high and when your confidence is at max, right? We're talking about the period of time in the middle. 
And I like to call that period the confidence curve. The confidence curve is about getting yourself to the point where you see yourself the way God sees you, quite honestly. Because I think that that's the definition of confidence. If someone were to ask me, how would you define confidence? I would say it's seeing yourself the way that God sees you. So let's just keep it real. Right now, with everything that's going on globally, people are a little gun shy as showing up fully for themselves, right? I get it. I mean, everything has the potential to be in question in your life, right? And when a lot of things are questioned, the one thing that seems to dissipate often is confidence. I mean, I've got clients in three different programs that I serve right now, and many of them have been shaken. Their confidence has been shaken. I mean, can you imagine you have a full speaking roster and in an instant, all of your engagements are canceled? Not postponed, canceled. Meaning all you have from a revenue perspective is are the deposits that you collected. The rest of the money isn't going to come in at this particular point in time. Yo, that can jack up your confidence. And so I realized because of the clients that I've been working with and how we've been navigating what's going on right now, it can be challenging to show up for yourself, right? And while I really haven't struggled with my confidence as much as I know some people are, and that's because I like to think of myself the way that God created me with the gifts and talents that he did so that I could use them to shake the planet. And there's no way I could lack confidence when I look at myself that way. But I also get that most people don't see themselves that way, right? I think confidence is how we thank God for giving us life. And when you see yourself the way that God does, there is no reason you will not be confident. But the question I want to answer for you, I want you to be asking yourself is what happens when you can't see yourself the way God does because you're out of alignment? This is where the curve comes in and saves the day. This is something I do with my clients. And most often in full transparency, it comes into play when we're talking about them raising their rates, right? Now, no matter what it is that you charge, Nine times out of 10, when you first become my client, I'm going to overhaul your business model. I'm going to look at your packaging, what you're offering, and your pricing. And a big part of that is helping you to see yourself more confidently, just like God does. Because for you to get to where you want to be, I believe that you can have a business that serves you. I believe that you can make millions and you can do it without being a super slave to your business. And most people, when they come to work with me, they've got all of these layers. They've got what I call a wide business model instead of a deep business model. And they've got all of these layers and all of these layers are adding up to peanuts in the grand scheme of things where they could set themselves up to start serving clients fully and start to make massive money without burning out, right? I'm all about you cashing out before you burn out. And so that's when we implement the curve, right? And so before we make the curve about pricing, let's talk about the curve for what it really is. Let's talk about it as it pertains to confidence and then we'll circle back. So we're all born confident vessels of light. And depending upon who you interact with in your formative years, those years between birth and the age of seven, that'll determine your confidence level coming into adulthood. Now for me, I am, well, it, is, it just is what it is. I didn't get my confidence from my parents and my aunts and my uncles. That was a bunch of mess. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. I'm not, you know, I'm not faulting my parents and my aunts and uncles in those early um people that I met in those formative years, I think they did the best that they could with what they had and what they were taught from their parents. Unfortunately, their best didn't give me what I needed to come out and be a positive, life-affirming, confident vessel. 
So I had to rely on my teachers, right? And I've told you about Ms. Dixon and I, Mr. Cook. I've had so many teachers who held the, the space and closed the gap for me because they could see my potential. They could see my greatness and they didn't hold it against me. Because see, in my house, genius wasn't welcome <laughs> and it certainly wasn't celebrated. It was, it, it got you called out, right? It, it would create more dissipation than it would celebration. Shining and, and, and um, owning your incredible factor that you are the bomb.com would create negative attention. It got me ostracized. But school, it was a different story. My genius was welcome, it was celebrated, and I finally got the courage to be the confident vessel that I was. I mean, I've shared my birth, my story with you, right? From when I, when I learned about my birth, my mom, did not know she was pregnant. And so she was doing what she did back in 1975. She was getting high. And when she learned in her full defense, when she learned that she was pregnant, she stopped immediately. But the doctors thought the damage had already been done. And when I was born, there was nothing wrong with me. Like it was a stunned type of situation. I believe that there was a lot of praying that took place between when my mom found out and stopped taking drugs. And when I was born a month and a half later, I think there was a lot of praying that take place, but I also know confidently I can articulate that it was about purpose, that God had a purpose for my life and me coming into this world, not being able to function would not allow the purpose that he gave me before I was formed in my mother's womb to be personified through me. And so as a result of that, um, I was put in a position where, you know, I didn't, I had to draw on that confidence from somewhere else that I couldn't that I couldn't accept that confidence from other people that there was just no way that I could do that right and so what I realized throughout all of this is that there was an opportunity for me to leverage the tools that were in front of me i.e my teachers and guidance counselors to establish a confident foundation for myself that unfortunately just wasn't available for me at home. I don't know your story. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know, you know, whether or not your story is parallel to mine or yours is entirely different. And all along your parents were telling you you could do anything. And still to this day, your confidence is waning. I don't know what your story is. But what I do know is that if you are not fully confident because you're not seeing yourself the way that God sees you, then you have an opportunity to implement what I call the confidence curve until you can get there for yourself, right? So until you can hold the space for extreme confidence, I recommend that you create an environment that reminds you of who you really are. Even just in the small glimpses of how you can see yourself, I recommend that that's what you do. And here are three things that I think can help you to do that. Number one, you wanna keep an accomplishments and compliments journal. So every time you accomplish something, every time someone compliments you on something, write it down. Write it down. Like just keep it so that when you have moments when you're doubting yourself, you're questioning if, you can go back and look at what you've accomplished and what other people see in you. This is so powerful. To this day, I still keep an accomplishments and compliments journal. Second thing I recommend is that you keep what I call a wall of fame. You create something that reminds you of all you've done that is worthy of esteem and celebration. So in my office at my old home, I haven't put it in this office. I have other things to remind me now. And I'll tell you about them because those are additional steps. 
But in my old office, I used to have literally a wall where I had all of my sashes from my Mary Kay Cosmetics days when I won Queens Quarter Recruiting and Queens Quarter Sales and my triple star and all of those things. I had the magazine clippings from the articles I had been in the national publications. I had copies of my books, like everything that said how great I was, was right there in front of my face so that at any point in time when I'm sitting in my office, I could be reminded that I was the bomb.com. Because sometimes we forget, right? The third thing I recommend is that you create your vision board with a picture of you in the center of your board and that board is somewhere where you can see it at all times when you're working. Because if you can see your vision, your confidence will, it'll just naturally be high. You'll vibrate at a higher level. The fourth thing I recommend that you do is you create some type of client success sizzle. So what I do is I have one of those um, picture frames on my desk that you put a flash drive in and it flashes JPEG images. And so we took every client success story that's on our website, we've got hundreds, and we turn them into a JPEG. And now I have a rolling um, mural, if you will, of all my client success. That is just on play 24 seven. And so I'm constantly reminded, even in those moments, because just let's be clear, even though I'm confident, I still have days and things happen where my confidence, it kind of sways a little. I easily get back on track because I'll go grab my accomplishment and my compliments journal. I'll look at my vision board. I'll look at my client's success. I'll be reminded of the things that I've accomplished because my office has become a um, memorial to my greatness. And I highly recommend that if you are a visual person and you need visual cues and reminders that you do something similar, but I'm, I work in such an inspirational space that it is hard for me to not be confident when I'm in this space, right? I get it naturally because I know who I am. I know whose I am, but it just makes it really, really easier much easier to do that. So doing those things, those four things will help you increase your confidence in the moments when it's waning. Now let's go back to, because this is, this is business, right? So now let's talk about how the confidence curves plays into how I serve my clients and their prices. So typically when my clients come to me, they're undercharging. And even when they have raised their prices on their own, they don't raise them enough to bring all that they really crave into view. So we have to kind of start from ground zero, right? And I end up making them a deal, right? So I show them the math, the logic, and the emotion behind why they should be charging way more. And then we create milestones along their pricing journey to get to their most ideal prices so that as they close new clients, they not only increase their confidence, but they get closer to hitting that next money milestone, right? And, and it's designed to serve them. That's the whole reason for the confidence curve. So, so let's use this as an example. Let's say a client comes to me and they're their signature program, right now they're charging $500 a month for that signature program. And let's say it's a 12 month program just for ease of calculation. So that means it's $6,000. And the transformation that clients get in participating in this, this program over the course of a year is truly life-changing. And the average client, let's call them a career coach, the average client that they work with goes out and gets a new position and on average gets a $30,000 increase in their salary from working with them for a year. So they make 6,000, the client gets on average 30,000, which they'll continue to get a raise on every single year. Well, I look at that and I say, okay, this is wrong. Cause see, the first thing is 
they're not paying you for the, your time, they're paying you for the result. And when you can get them the result faster and the result is transferable, meaning they can use it forever, you should charge way more. So I would look at a program like that and I would say, worst case scenario, that program should probably be $15,000. Now my client who's probably did a lot of work to get it up to $6,000 is shaking at the knees. There's no way in the world they can see themselves charging 15k for this program and so i say okay i explain to them why it needs to be 15k how it brings reaching their goals into view what the monthly payment becomes when it's 15k i break all of that down for them and they real and part of the fear is because they realize they're going to have to up level their client they're likely not going to be able to continue serving the person that paid 500 dollars a month they're going to have to go out and get somebody who can pay 1250 a month right because that's the new payment and so we end up creating a, a curve. So if we know it should be 15 and right now it's at six, then we immediately raise it to 7,500. Then they can close three clients at 7,500 and then we raise it again to 10,000. They can close three clients at 10,000. Then we raise it again to 12,5 and then they can close three clients at 12,5 and then we raise it again at 15. And what happens over the course of that curve is their confidence is so high because they're raising their rates higher than they thought was possible with my guidance coaching and support they're closing clients at these new rates that people aren't even balking at and before you know it they've put getting their business over the multiple six figure mark completely into view and they've done it in a shorter period of time so that's what the confidence curve can look like in your business right and so what i've come to realize is that if we can help people confidently see themselves the way that God sees them, then they'll be running businesses that serve them financially and spiritually, and they will really truly be shaking the planet. So now my assignment for you is to create those four things that we talked about, get your accomplishment and compliments journal, create your wall of fame or something that visually reminds you that is worthy of, of everything that you've done that is worthy of esteem and celebration, Create or update your vision board, vision board for the next year with the things that you want to accomplish in the next year and pictures that represent it with you in the center and to create a client success sizzle or some kind of visual representation of what you've done for the clients that you've served. I know that when you do these things and you slowly but surely increase your confidence as you view those things, you will shorten your curve and you'll find yourself completely confident at your next level faster than you ever thought you possibly could. And if there's a role that we can play in helping you to shorten that curve, we welcome it. So again, I invite you to go to incrediblefactorcoaching.com. There you can see all of the programs that we offer. We're going to be coming into our open enrollment period shortly. And there's nothing that would bring me more joy than to be able to have a conversation with you about helping you to hit your next money milestone and bring your next level everything into view. All right, guys, it's been my joy to share the confidence curve with you. Tell me how you like it by leaving a comment and uh, I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Leverage Your Incredible Factor Business Podcast. I'd really love to help you grow a business that funds the life you crave while doing work that shakes the planet. Get started today by applying for a discovery session with me or a member of my team at darnielle.com forward slash session. And if you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor. 
head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember, you do deserve a business that funds the life you crave. Take care.